Welcome to the Lindsay and Tony podcast, where we talk about spirituality, business, and life experiences. In this podcast, we're bringing our private conversations to you. We believe that it's through discussion, action, and reflection that true change occurs. Welcome to episode 162, How to Use Your Failures and Success from 2021 to Level Up in 2022. You may have had some low moments over the past year. You may have experienced success in your relationships, career, and health. But how can you use your failures from this year to help propel you into 2022? Tony and I are going to share some personal stories and ways that you can propel yourself into 2022. And I want to remind you, we only have two spots left in our 90-day online business mastermind. If you want more info, go to TonyCMitchell.com. You can apply and learn more about our amazing third annual business mastermind and we start the week of January 17th so we're currently going through new applications so we only have two spots left if you've been on the fence now is the time to reach out and ask questions and see if it's a good fit for you hi guys welcome back we're so excited that you're here now you're probably recognizing that today's episode is strictly on audio we are currently in the Boston area at my parents' house, spending time here for Christmas and New Year's. There's snow outside and it looks absolutely beautiful. Um, And we know today's episode could be really pivotal for you. And I know it's going to be pivotal for us because we are sharing vulnerable experiences for ourselves about our successes and failures from this year. So are you ready, Tony? Let's do it. Okay. So... I want to open up by saying when you listen to this episode, truly think about your own reflection when it comes to this past year. Now, this past year to me feels like it's been five years. What about you? Somewhat. It seems like every year is different. Um, If you look back, the years go by so quickly. But doing this at the end of every single year is so valuable. And not only that, each week we do this too. We're reflecting in our business meetings we have on Fridays and we have them most Fridays and we're seeing what worked and what did not work. And that's basically what this episode's all about. It's about looking back at your entire year and thinking about all of the failures that happen in your your business, your health, your relationships, and then all of the successes and then figuring out what is your insight from each. So now what we're going to do is we're going to get into our successes and our failures. So should we start, we mentioned we're going to start with failure first, right? Because that's right. Because, um, you know, if you look at the news, that's what a lot of people like to see. They like to see what are the failures. And I don't think it's just to be negative. I think it's because we learn from them too. And if we look back on our lives, we can literally learn from the things that did not work. I don't like the word failure because if you look at it from a space of like not trying to feel guilty about it or talk down to yourself or anything like that you could gain a lot of wisdom you've heard this over and over from athletes from actors top business people they'll tell you that they learn way more from their failures than they ever had from their successes so the same goes for you if you look back this past year and you look at your failures there's a lot of gold that's in there so let me jump on one of mine so if i'm thinking about business specifically one of the failures for me and my business over the last year is the email list 
when it comes to technology, Lindsay's a technology person. I I can't stand technology sometimes. It frustrates me. Um, I'm more of like a people person, one-on-one, deep, deep coaching, all of that. So I would say the last four years, I keep saying every single year, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do an email list. I'm going to do a monthly newsletter, and I'm going to put it out at least monthly. And I've probably only put out a handful of those over the last four years. So if I look back, that's one of the failures that keeps nagging. And that's the reason why it is a failure, because it keeps nagging in the back of my consciousness. Hey, Tony, this is something that is going to be part of the infrastructure of your business. And that's going to allow you to connect deeply with your clients, with the people that while we're even creating this podcast, while we do everything that we do. So my insight from this is exactly that. I'm thinking about the deep connections that I've created over this past year unbelievable I'm so grateful for them but how much deeper could I connect and stay connected to my people if I put out that weekly or that monthly newsletter and when I ask myself that question the same way you're asking yourself that question right now the answers start to come you start to realize yeah because you're connected to people on your email list right the people that email you some of those people you can't stand and then others you're like I'm grateful for their their monthly email because it's always the right time so I'm realizing my people out there they're going to feel that same exact way probably like a lot of you feel about our podcast that's a great one that's a really important one and um, I, I definitely can relate to technology stuff because that held me back so many years. And I actually had to literally practice to get better at it because it was a process. I would pull my hair out at different points. Um, so I can relate to that one in the past. All right. So my failure, this one's very vulnerable and something that I've been not really truly talking about with just anyone on a podcast. Um, but I've had some interesting experiences this past year when it comes to relationships. And I, I'm putting quotes, the failure, I've spent a lot of time too much time on relationships that didn't truly benefit me in the way that I thought that they were benefiting me. I spend a lot of time helping others. I love to help people with business, um, things that they come to me and they're like, I'm struggling, I need help, you know, friendships that maybe they've had difficult times. And I've benefited from them because I genuinely care about people and I'm compassionate with them. But this past year, there's been some relationships that have kind of filtered out of my life and it's been very difficult for me. Um, extremely difficult, difficult isn't the word, where uh, the first one, it was a shock to my system, you know, really deeply being friends with someone and having that what I thought was a sister bond. And I realized that I was giving my heart, but maybe that person didn't necessarily feel the same way or um, didn't give me the same value that I was presenting to them. And I was defriended on Facebook. And it sounds so petty and almost funny hearing it. But when you are defriended from someone with no explanation, that you're sharing sister moments and being very close to, um, it is a shock to your system. You feel like you've been stabbed in the heart and there's no communication. And for me, it was extremely difficult because I am the type of person where I communicate, I share my feelings, I have the hard conversations. And this wasn't done for me. 
and I was blindsided. I really was. Um, to other people looking in, they might think, well, Lindsay, why were you dealing with this for so long? You know, why, why was this coming up for you for so long? And you still continue to give to give when you weren't feeling that same reciprocation. But for me, I was seeing the good in everything, you know, um, and it's still hard. And I spent a lot of time thinking about could I have done something differently and trying to push and pull and reach out and trying to figure it out. And what happens when you do this with relationships and you're putting so much energy into trying to figure out how to make someone love you or how to make someone feel better, even if they do something wrong, it takes away from the amazing relationships in your life. And that was a big insight for me. It taught me the importance of continuing to speak my truth, even when it's hard, um, but also to show even more attention to my friends that have been in my life for forever, since elementary school, middle school, college friends, even new quality relationships that I've had that really are vulnerable and um spend time appreciating them because it's very easy uh, to take them for granted. And I think I did for a while because I was so focused on spending time trying to figure out why someone wasn't showing love for me. The other insight I have from this uh, quote failure of spending too much time spending trying to figure out other people in the way that they think was it's really not necessarily about them. And it's not about me in the way that I thought. So I I bought this book called Loving What Is. And it's an amazing book by Byron Katie. I highly recommend it. But it talks about at the root of everything, the people that maybe you have difficult relationships with or you're having a moment with, you find out that it's it's deeper. And they are a mirror for a part of yourself that you need to see. And my vulnerable share is... I have always had something about being accepted and people liking me. And when this huge situation came up, this heartbreaking moment came up where I felt like a part of me died, I realized that that part of me trying to be accepted by people and loved, I was always overcompensating when I felt that feeling of people pulling away. So I would try to do more and use more of my energy. And really, it was a part of me that was showing up in my relationships. And since then, I've had the most amazing, fulfilling conversations, even more so because I've spent my time focusing on these loving people that I've had in my life that have given me so much and it's helped me receive more. So I know that's a very long share, but it's a really vulnerable story that's happened to me and it's really affected a lot of my life. But in the end, it was gold for me. And I'll add to that, too, because obviously I've been part of this with her experience in this. And the insight that I got, which Lindsay pretty much touched upon just now, is trust your intuition with this. If you feel people pulling away, if you feel like you're having to overcompensate, that's a sign. And I will say with these specific situations that Lindsay went through, my intuition has been going off for years about this and about these specific people and it's not to say that they're bad or there were any better than them it's just the point is trust your intuition if you feel that people aren't for you or they start pulling away yeah have the real conversations have the hard conversations especially if it's a relationship you care about right and it's relationships you've had for years or decades or 
whatever it may be. But the biggest insight I got from watching Lindsay go through this is trust your intuition. Trust your intuition. So let me get on to my next failure from 2021. And mine has to do with relationships also. It's a little bit different, though. It's more on my point. I mean, on my part. And um, what I want to do is if I'm looking back on 2021, and this has been a trend in my life, especially after I moved from St. Louis, Missouri to Tampa, Florida, and then my wife's from Boston. So we have families from, you know, all different cities and we have friends that are scattered throughout the states. And oftentimes it's it's a challenge to keep up with each with everybody, with all of the kids, with everybody that's involved in your life. So that's been one of my challenges is um, not being on the phone and not staying not staying connected when I'm out of town um, you know say I'm out out of town from St. Louis not staying connected in the way that I want to with my friends and family in St. Louis and um, you know me being a person that I need a lot of uh, personal space and time by myself so I can process the energies um, it's challenging because when I'm back in Tampa, Florida, I'm with my friends and family that's in Tampa, Florida. So I love to be present with the people that I'm with and I'm learning to build up my, my energy and my endurance. So that way I can stay connected to everybody, even if they're not in the same city. And I'm aware of that. I'm aware that it is one of those things that like Lindsay, she could stay on the phone all day long. Um, her endurance is at that point. Me, I'm working up to build it. And I realize that the more that I stay connected with my friends and family on the phone, the more I will build up that endurance. I heard on a video earlier, I forget, forget exactly how the guy worded it, but it, it opened up my mind. He, he basically said, yeah, like if you're in the gym, you're not going to go in there and just start lifting 400 pounds, right? You, you might only be able to lift 100 pounds, but you have to start somewhere. And as you start to build up that endurance, you start to unlock your genes and you, just, you start to unlock more of the potential, the infinite potential that's inside of you. And the only way to do this is to put your body, your mind, and your soul through positive, stressful situations. For example, when I first did the retreat, that was a it, me and Lindsay. We do a retreat every single year um, to where we have people come in from different cities and all that. It was very overwhelming for me at first, but over the years, I've built up that energy. I've built up my nervous system to where now it's it gets easier and easier each year. So that's what I'm realizing with the phone too. It's the same way. I have to I have to learn to love the phone, right? I have to learn to. Um, make phone calls more and stay connected with the people that I love. That way, when I get back into each city, it's not like I'm trying to build it up, build it up, build it up. And I'm not talking about, you know, we all have those people that are needy, that need your attention every single day. Yeah, that, that's a healthy boundary to, to cut off. It's more um, about staying connected and keeping the rhythm and the energy. And only you and your intuition and your soul know what that knows what that feels like. I love that. It's so interesting because because we have some things going on that are opposites where I can live on the phone and, you know, you're working on that. That's why we can benefit each other. And I love that we can share that. And I could also kind of relate to, okay, it's time to lessen the phone at different points too. So Right. So we balance each other out. So my, my biggest insight is that is that as I stay, and I, I've practiced this, I've gotten better with it over the years, as I stay more connected with people over the phone, 
I find that our connection can go even deeper when we're in person. That's my insight. I love that insight. Okay, now my next failure. (laughs) So let's see, that was connected to health. I had done so well for two years before this year when it came to my health and completely retrained my mind and my body. And I felt really great on top of the world. And you guys heard my my first failure when it came to spending too much time and looking at things around relationships and trying to push and pull. Well, that situation kind of spiraled me out of control with my health and it didn't have to. So with my failure, in quotes, I let my emotions take over um, in my the personal relationships and it caused me to let go of my physical body. I started to really go deep into a dark place where my negative thoughts about what was happening and my sadness and my grief about this relationship actually affected my physical body. And it was because of my own thoughts. So I stopped really eating healthy. I just kind of did whatever. And I found that, you know, it was probably craving more foods that weren't the best for me, which it just took over in that negative mindset. I do believe my thoughts really took over and affected the stress of my body and my body didn't work as well as it could. So I kind of went and backtracked and I realized through this failure of kind of letting myself go that I was so focused on the outer things that were happening around me that I let my emotions and my body really change and not necessarily benefit me at all. But there was an insight in that, that I started to realize that the external things that happen around me, yes, it may affect me internally, but I can shift that and do the work. And I've done a lot of inner work through that process. And I'm finding that it's it's making me at a place where it's time to take charge of my body. And this is the insight that we can just wake up in the morning and know that, okay, it's time for a change again. It's time to get ready and get motivated to feel good and feel energized again. And my insight is this is that moment for me. This is the change to, to get my get my endurance back when it comes to my physical body and know my strength, everything that I've been through over the years. And, you know, with this whole process, it's interesting because I've noticed that when I have grief in my life and trauma, um, it ignites from old trauma and grief. So, you know, with that relationship, when I felt like someone had died and someone was stabbed in my heart, it kind of brought me back to the deep grief that I experienced, the tragic loss um, of Nick when he passed, because it was like all of a sudden taken away. So it's almost like layers to this, but it's been a beautiful process because I know the power of my body and how it's changed over time with all emotional things in my life. And it doesn't have to be that way. So that reflection came out in these moments. So my big thing is, is to actually learn from Tony because I noticed that he really takes care of his body in the way of, you know, physical health, working out, having fun, making things fun, um, but also not being so extreme where you have to like eat perfectly. So it's really taught me a new way of thinking about, okay, there can be a healthy balance to this. So it's something that I'm working on, but it's insight and reflection 
to really think about how I want my adult life to be when it comes to the body, because I've heard so much growing up around the physical body and um, your emotional well-being around food and, and all of that, and even working out too. What's your next thought? My next thought is your, your health. You've been doing a lot of work on it, and you've been trying out different styles of eating, and this has been going on for the last five, six years to where you're experimenting, and that's my insight with Lindsay, and it reminds me a lot of what I've been doing in my business since I quit teaching back in 2017 to where she's experimenting, she's trying out things, she's finding out what works, what doesn't work. And I keep telling people uh, the breakthrough is coming for Lindsay because I see all the connections happening because she's taking action and she's experimenting. She's not just thinking about this or talking about it. She's actually putting things to work. So that leads me to now we're going to go to our successes, which one of my successes over the last year um, from business specifically has been building momentum with my skills in one-on-one coaching and masterminds. And not only that, from my skills increasing, my confidence is starting to go through the roof, which is huge for me because I've probably talked about this on different past podcast episodes. It's been a journey for me in my business of the same way what Lindsay has been doing, experimentation, to where I've been experimenting with different ways of showing up in my business. You know, it was back when I was 21 when I first got the the strong desire I want to own. I called it a human potential company back then. And all I knew is that I wanted to share everything that I learned up to that point with people to help them, whether it was with exercise or emotional health. And that's what I wanted to do. So when I quit teaching back in 2017, that was my same thought. I was like, I want to go teach people. I want to share this information. So I created an e-course. And um, the first e-course, e-course, I think I maybe got two people inside of it. And then I realized, wait, something doesn't feel right. So then I started to do uh, weekly group calls. And I would get people on the weekly group calls. And I, I still felt in my heart. I was like, I want to go deeper. I want to go deeper. I don't know what that means or what it looks like. So I kept experimenting. I kept trying out new things. And then about two years ago, I was like, I was introduced to one-on-one coaching um, at a deeper level. I came across a guy named Rich Lippman and he truly resonated with me. And his words just hit me like a ton of bricks to where I was like, yeah, you invite people to your cave to where you can go deep one-on-one. And I, I looked back at my life and I was thinking, yeah, that's who I am. I am a, like, I can't have surface level conversations. I have deep conversations because I am empathic. I do feel people's emotions. And when I'm talking with people, I can feel at a deep, deep level to where it's like, it's like the elephant in the room for me. And I want to talk about it. And I found an outlet in my business. So I've been putting in the work in my one-on-one coaching and and our masterminds. We're about to run another 90 day mastermind starting in January. I absolutely have fallen in love with the work. And my top insight from this is experiment. And then double down on things that start to build traction. And if it doesn't build traction like that first e-course, you don't have to, like that first e-course that I did, you don't have to do it anymore. You could just create something new, right? You don't have to get stuck on a certain brand or what you thought was going to, how your business was going to look. Stay open-minded and trust that the universe understands more than you do. God understands more than you do. Trust your intuition because it'll start to guide you. And that's exactly what happened with me. So now going into 2022, I have so much confidence, so much energy. And now 
uh, I'm going to double down on this. I'm doubling down on one-on-one coaching. I'm doubling down on masterminds, meaning I'm, I want to do more of them. And I'm going to keep training with them. I'm going to keep getting better. And I could see myself doing this three years from now, five years from now, 20 years from now. It's something I absolutely love. And from there, my business, I can see in the future, will continue to grow to where me speaking on stages, creating books, and all of these other different things that I thought I wanted to do back in 2017, but trusting my intuition and experimentation, I realized, no, I wasn't ready for that. And going into 2022, my main focus is one-on-one coaching and masterminds. So keep experimenting and keep trusting your intuition. Wow. I love that because I have seen that process unfold for you. And I've noticed a level of belief and confidence in you and have seen the people that you've worked with and the experiments that have been taking place for you. And I've noticed the complete shift. I already knew it before. Um, but the amount of work that you've put in has been crazy. If anyone knew what you did every day of the studying and the development, it would be it, it would be shocking to anyone listening because Tony is probably the most consistent person. I always say it that I know in everything that you do. So thank you for sharing that. Tony. Um, okay, my success. So this one is about my business. And I've always had the program Unlock Your Inner Medium out there. And it's been successful for other people. But I've had this nagging feeling like, okay, it's time to make new videos. Um, really, I was thinking in the visual way, because I was starting to look different, because I was so young when I created Unlock Your Inner Medium. And it's naturally evolved into different programs. And there's another piece to it where I knew that I wanted to combine a lot of the information from the different programs for Unlock Your Inner Medium. I used to have the foundational level, and then the next level. And it organically kind of filtered into this three level group, but I knew how much planning and work would go into it. And I knew how much experience I started to gain with working with audiences and mentorship students and having those private readings. And I thought, you know what, it's time to do something different. So I took the time to hire a videographer instead of making my own videos with this. I rented out a beach house. I created all of the content that I needed to put new insights, some old insights, personal stories, student stories, and I gathered them together. It took a lot of planning. And everyone that knows me personally, if you've worked with me, you know that I do stay consistent, but planning sometimes for me to sit down and do this in the way that I did it is a process. But I was really proud of myself because planning actually change in for the long run, you know, so taking this this time to to plan and take the notes and gather um, all of the information that I've had over the past, I don't know how many years of doing these readings, thousands of readings and working with thousands of, of mediums and clients. There's a lot of information there. So I changed that and that's been a huge success. Everyone that's gone through the program, whether it's one-on-one, whether it's group mentorship with Unlock Your Inner Medium, or they've signed up for the self-study version, I've been receiving countless messages from people saying, wow, like I'm on the first video or the second video and I'm getting so much insight. And I really want to celebrate that because it's easy to think, okay, what can I do next? You know, but this has been a huge breakthrough to take that time to plan. 
So my insight is sometimes the planning is not always fun right away, um, but you could make it fun and it's all about the environment. So for me, it's like that planning worked. It paid off and I'm really happy and proud about that. And in the insight was it's great hiring other people when there's certain things that you can spend more time with. So for me, I spent more time in planning because I had the video guy doing the editing and it was great to find someone that really is amazing too and puts that intention and belief in um, in me while I'm recording the videos. So that was a huge success for me. And from the outside looking in, I watched her go through this process to where I noticed the difference between several years ago when she recorded her e-courses compared to this time around when she had a videographer and the difference was night and day to where your energy was just so high the entire time as you were, re- well, most of the time mm-hmm. as you were recording and you know, you, you did it at an Airbnb house. So you would leave the house and I would see you. And I just noticed a different energy about her, just more of an excitement and a, and a relief, not as much stress compared to when she was trying to do everything on her own. And another thing that I learned too from you, Lindsay is just, if something's working now, right, in your business, it doesn't mean you can't up-level it again. Your business was already working powerfully, but you had the instinct. You didn't do it because you saw somebody else do something. or you're, And that's something with Lindsay. She's always trusting her own instinct. She did it because she felt in her heart and soul it's time to up-level. And that's one thing I learned from you. So going to the last success I'm going to share for this episode, it has to do with health. And I've always been pretty good at really good actually at nutrition and physical exercise. So this is really eye-opening experience for me because since I've always been good at it, I didn't realize that there's another level I could go to and it just kind of wakes you up. So back in February, I kept hearing about this thing called 75 hard. It's to where you, you work out twice a day, 45 minutes per day. One workout needs to be outside one workout could be inside. Uh, you stick to some kind of diet, nutrition plan, no alcohol, no cheat meals, and then I believe it was a gallon of water per day, and then read 10 pages per day. So with most of that, I was pretty good for the most part, but I would I would work out probably five, six days a week. So what happened was I did this 75 hard, and I did it with my cousin Jimmy and then my friend Mitch and um, a couple of other people, my friend Dwayne. And um, it was powerful just staying connected to my friends and knowing that we are all in this thing together. I felt the energy building and um, I completed the 75 hard, which I think ended at about May or so. But what I'm proud of this year is I continued to do the two workouts per day. I haven't, I maybe missed, I think I had one travel day back in the beginning of May, right after 75 hard. I might've worked out one time that day, but other than that, I've worked out twice per day, 45 minutes at least per time since the end of February. And that might sound a little excessive to you. I will say that some of those workouts are just 45 minute or an hour or so walks to where I'm allowing my body to recover. Or sometimes if I feel too um, sore, I'll stretch and I'll do foam rolling for most of those times. But the consistency of doing that and accomplishing it throughout this year has done something to my psyche and my emotional health and my confidence in this area. Although I was somebody before this year to where I took my health and my my nutrition and physical exercise very, very seriously. So I would say my insight from this entire process is 
you look at some of these challenges online, like I did before I did the 75 hard, and I'm like, oh, I don't need that challenge. I already work out. I don't need that. I already meditate. I don't need that. I already read. I would say try it anyways because it does something to you when you set out a goal and you stick to it. It doesn't matter if you're already meditating every single day. If you just stick to something and you do it and you don't miss a day, it does something to you. And another insight is there's always another level you can go to. You may think you know everything there is about health and nutrition or mindset or business. And uh, you might think, oh, I've read that before. I've heard it before, so I know it. No, there's a difference between head knowledge and body knowledge and wisdom. And you want it to get it to wisdom. And the only way to get to wisdom is through applying that knowledge. So anytime you have that thought of, I already know that already, ask yourself, wait, I already know it in my mind, but have I applied it over the last year consistently? And if you ask yourself that question, you'll find your answers. Wow. That is something that I can definitely relate to on not on the level of working out like you, but what you're sharing where that body and wisdom knowledge too. And I saw Tony transform in his mind. It's funny because I was like, you're going to work out again. Like what else are you going to do when I'm sitting here not working out at all? But it is magnetic because you can see the shift in energy and he already was working out like he was saying, but I noticed it was a different confidence where when you work out your physical body, um, your mentality changes. Like, okay, if I can do this and, and shift this, then my mentality on other areas will be affected. I've heard other people say that about 75 hard too. So that's been a huge thing for me because him moving around and doing his thing with working out and staying consistent, it's, it is magnetic, even if you want to resist against it. And I've seen it with his friends, um, I've shared this before, but one friend came over the other day and again, he shares with me, Lindsay, I don't know what your boy does, but he changes something in me and he lost 50 pounds because he was working out with Tony. It started with them talking about, you know, Tony saying, Hey, you want to work out with me? And he's like, yeah, yeah, maybe I'll work out. And I don't know how long, how many months or years went by, but finally he decided, okay, I'll wake up with you, Tony, and I'll wake up at, you know, 5 a.m. Like you're saying, he showed up and worked out with him. And it started to get to the point where he said it just, it clicked. And he decided to start running because he wanted to keep up with Tony before he got back from summer break. And it's just been, I could see the transformation in him. So that's just one person, but I'm living with him. So I'm like, okay, I got to catch this wave of this excitement. So that consistency with working out is definitely a huge thing that I've seen um, grow over the years. So I'm going to share my success, the last success I'll share with you um, today. Okay, so Tony kind of talked about this with me before, and I'm going to celebrate it too. And this is the success of staying consistent with following my intuition and my heart when it comes to my business. Really reflecting on this year, I changed a lot of things. Um, I always pay attention to what I feel in the moment for my business. But this year, I started to recognize even more about quality over quantity. So when it came to my private readings, I decided to eliminate some of those readings that I was doing. There's been some points where I've done five readings throughout the day, a few times a week, and then it lowered to four readings throughout the week instead, and then it lowered to three. So I've changed uh, my focus with my 
private readings and really focused on more group things. And it's interesting because when you follow your heart and you feel that nudge, it's important to pay attention to it. And that's what I do. I don't look around me and think about what is everyone else doing. I always focus on what feels right energetically for me. And my success was to recognize that. I recognize that feeling of, wait a second, my emotional health is very important. I want to give people my full energy. And I think it started with one day something happening where I had to to change around my schedule. And I noticed the difference with doing a little bit less of the private readings and really sticking with it. And of course, I have people messaging saying, I noticed your schedule. Uh, can you fit me on here? But I have to stay consistent with saying, no, you know, this is this is to benefit everyone. Um, when it comes to following my heart and what needs to to happen. And it is focusing in on the, the quality of readings, which has always been important to me. But I started to recognize that my intuition was telling me it's time to work more closely with groups and in teaching even more so than before. And because Tony and I have our business mastermind, which happens um, throughout the year, it was important for me to kind of give that attention too. And when you are giving in different areas of your business, like the psychic mediums, there may be different things that you're doing. You may be doing private readings, you may be teaching, you may be interviewed on radio shows, TV shows, whatever it may be. And you also have to live your life as a human. So my insight this year was when things got busy and when I started to recognize that I was getting overwhelmed where I was like, oh my gosh, I'm teaching, I'm giving readings, I'm tired. And then I'm also trying to live my human life. I switched it. I didn't waste too much time. I really thought, okay, it's time for a change. And sometimes you have to start small, but it's important to trust that um, that guidance that you're getting for yourself. And it, it's made such an amazing difference. And it's funny when you remove certain things from your life, the law, uh, the vacuum law comes into play, the, the vacuum law of prosperity. And in those times where I eliminated some of those private readings, what I wanted intentionally was to work with more groups. And that's exactly what happened. I started to get messages to um, work with groups and do different speaking engagements and getting interviewed or, um, you know, I was just messaged to come to University of Tampa to do a group reading. Uh, group reading events. So there's so many things that took place just by making room in that way. So I'm really celebrating that. So it's celebration and insight and following your heart and going full steam ahead, knowing that you're making the right choice and things will be filled in too. So now it's your turn. Think about right now and take a piece of paper and write down the different insights that have occurred just from listening to talk about listening us talk about our successes and failures so do that first and then second go to a quiet space and take some time set some time out for yourself to think about your top three successes and your top three failures in relationships health and business and then for each one take time to write down your insight for each one and you will find the clarity is unbelievable and you will go into 2022 with absolute clarity on where to go and what actions to take Yes, go ahead and do that. And if you're feeling very vulnerable, share with us in the comments exactly what you want to share with us with the success and failure, uh, quote, failure that you've had over this past year. 
And we can't wait to see some of you in our business mastermind. Just a reminder, we start the week of January 17th. We're taking applications and we have only two spots left as of this very second. That could change by the time you are at the end of this episode. So to get more information, go to TonyCMitchell.com. We hope you enjoy your Christmas and we'll talk to you soon. We hope you enjoyed this episode as much as we did. If you liked it, leave a five-star review on iTunes. And remember, subscribe to our YouTube channel too. If you can think of anyone else that would love this episode, share it with them right now on social media or email. And remember, getting results is a process of learning, applying, and reflecting. Stay consistent and continue to grow every day.